0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Can start
1: the music. Tell me you love me. I need a good laugh. I'm only water. You need a good bath. Whiskey and perfume. You had a nightcap. Now how?
2: live from Podcast Detroit and Rock in Royal Oak, Michigan. It's time to take a leap of faith with Jackie, Rock, Nora, and Gina for some entertainment and inspiration. Join so them every Wednesday at noon. You can always find us at PodcastDetroit.com. I gotta ask, what were you born to do?
0: What time is it? It's nooter time.
2: Somebody bring me a mirror. Happy birthday! Happy Wednesday! Wednesday. <laughs> wow, you guys are all in unison.
3: <laughs>
2: Look at us—we're almost on time today. Getting oh better? God. You
4: know what?
3: It's—it's it's this traffic. I don't know how. Are we yeah,
4: traffic on the internet. It so Nora,
2: yes, and me. me, about
4: midnight on Sunday, I got a little video sent to me. <laughs> And it was you roller skating like you were on Dancing with the Stars. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding you. You were, you know what? If it wasn't for Cassie sending that to me, you look like a 20 year old out there. I could not believe it.
2: Oh, I'm going to send you more videos then.
4: Oh, no, I and I'm thinking if you wanted me to go with you? I don't think
2: so. Never gonna yeah. you. No. you gotta come. You guys gotta come. I'm not All, kidding yeah. you 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 looked great. <laughs> Thanks, Jackie. Thank you. Yeah.
4: So you didn't watch the big interview then, I guess, if you were out and about. Oh,
2: I taped it and yes, and I watched it when I got home. And oh my goodness, it was it was very enlightening. It was good, wasn't it? It was good, yeah. Did you watch yep. Rocky? No, I was in bed
1: by seven thirty that night. Oh, yeah. Mom, no oh, okay.
3: So come you know Rocky. So she's the oldest of all of us. I know. To bed. by yeah, seven thirty
4: no, bedtime. So wait. So was, Nora, wow. what did you think of it? What do you think of it?
2: Um, I wasn't really surprised. Uh, okay. I think the only thing that surprised me was, well, no, I wasn't really surprised about any other things they went through. You know, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. What about you,
3: Gina? Um, Here's I. I was surprised at um, Megan's demeanor Mm -hmm. at how she didn't throw a single person under the bus like she and she didn't show she didn't talk bad about any specific. She talked in terms of like the institution, the firm, the 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 Mm -hmm. the the, the. royals as such but she never once said he said she said or gave mm-hmm. me. i right. thought it was very interesting even when she talked about the rift between she and her sister-in-law kate mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she wouldn't talk about the details yeah. so it was like they gave you just enough to spark your interest just but
2: you know but gina when she said when she said um I, she apologized to me. I accepted her apology and I'm done. I don't want to talk about that. So yeah, I right. I was, cause I felt like the thing that I liked the most was that she, she had all this time. She could have thrown everybody and their mother under the yeah. bus but after all the stuff that was coming out about her ever since she got involved with him mm-hmm. and she didn't do it. So I, I didn't think she was going to throw anybody under the bus. With you know what? No, no, no. Either.
3: I wasn't expecting. I what you that. mean. Yeah, Yeah, no, I, no, this was just an observation. Like I Mm -hmm. looked at the interview, like from the, uh, from the standpoint of like what she, what she was saying or what she wasn't saying. Like I looked at it like, man, maybe I looked at it more as like an interviewer, like, you know, Mm -hmm. like I was looking at the interview style, looking at how she responded. I thought it was just, you know, it was very interesting about what Mm -hmm. wasn't said more than what was said. I think that's the. I, no, I wasn't expecting. I didn't want her to drop names. That's not what I'm mm-hmm. saying by any means. Yeah, I know
2: what you're saying. No, I'm, I'm just yeah. saying
3: I thought it was interesting about what she didn't say or what they mm-hmm. wouldn't say. I just found mm-hmm. that a very interesting and kind of refreshing because all too often people are people are ready to talk smack or to throw somebody yeah. under the bus or go. Yeah, and right. you know what? In every relationship, in every family, there's always. You know what she said, what he said, and yeah. in the oh, middle yeah. is the truth. That's what we right. know from right. our own right. relationships. Mm-hmm. Right. So you know why, what? Why do you think she? They got so much backlash.
1: I think they got so much backlash because the because of the institution. I think. Right. They're That's like, why. Have any of you watched The Crown?
2: Yes. No, I don't yeah. watch it. But okay, yeah, so I, I did yeah.
1: watch The Crown. That was a, a quarantine. I, I had to quarantine a few months ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I watched The Crown in my quarantine, but um uh it, it was very interesting um so i've watched after watching the crown i've watched the documentaries you know like mm-hmm. the, the real documentaries that have come out it's very interesting to see the parallels between diana and
2: her And mate yeah yeah and yeah. the
1: australia trip
3: is a perfect example yeah
1: right. and um right.
3: But there
4: you know what there's the really big difference between the two of them and that is that diana grew up there so she knew what that Mm -hmm. was all Mm -hmm. about megan did not so i
1: here i I did it's not so much it was it was more or less the way that they were treated Mm -hmm. and like so megan i mean yeah she was kind of going in blind as she said Mm -hmm. in the interview Mm -hmm. um but the way that they handled the situation it there's just a lot of similarities between the two when you, a lot documentaries, a lot. So it
5: does,
1: it does surprise me a little bit because so much has changed in the monarchy since Diana's death, they've made strategic Mm -hmm. moves to Mm -hmm. make sure that history didn't repeat itself. So it does kind of surprise Mm -hmm. me a little bit um, that they've kind of, they've allowed some things, but I guess there's, there's not, it's, it's such an old system I think mm-hmm. mm-hmm. pop culture and modern culture has changed so fast. Mm-hmm. I don't think the system can keep up with how quickly it's right. changed. Right. And I, I think thought, they are doing the best, you know what I mean? Well, the best they can. Yeah. But I mean, the queen's almost a hundred years old. I mean, like mm-hmm. she herself has made so many changes in the monarchy. I think the next generation hopefully will do even better. Yeah.
2: Well, if you, was, oh, go ahead, Gina.
3: Oh, go I ahead. thought it was interesting. There were two issues that I, I thought were interesting with Megan one that she said, Oh, she didn't know anything about royalty. Like she didn't know, she didn't Google, she didn't look anything up. Mm. Yeah. I don't know about that. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Okay. So uh, I'm just, you know, okay. The second thing I thought was interesting is that she had such blind faith. Again, if you don't know much about royalty, that they're going to protect her image or protect Mm -hmm. or whatever, yet all this PR was allegedly going out that was inaccurate about her and her family was or, and friends were contacting her. And at what point do you, in, in, uh, she supposedly said, you know, no, they've got it. They've got it. They're going to take care of me. They'll protect me. Yet at, at some point when it didn't happen, at what point do you listen to your friends and your family? And, or as a friend, do you call and go, listen to me? I am telling you mm-hmm. they don't have your back. Like, yeah, I've, I don't know. I, that's, a, that's a tough one. I do think that's a, yeah. one. It is a tough one. But at, yeah. at some point, yeah. you got to listen. Jackie, if you called me and said, look, I know they said, I know Dave from Podcast Detroit said he was going to protect you, but <laughs>
4: no, <laughs> yes. I would never
3: say that, Gina, because Dave but would Gina. never say that. <laughs> but, but Gina, but, no, you, but you know what I'm you, saying? At some point, your yeah. friend calls you and says, hey, yeah.
2: you know but what? Gina, I know Gina. what
3: you were told. Yes, Nora.
2: Gina, but think about this. Okay, her friends call her and they're telling her all of this stuff. But then you don't know. She probably said to Harry, "Well, my friends are telling," and then he's like, "No, no, no, don't worry about it. Yeah. Everything's good." Yeah. So she, he probably was in her ear, telling her everything was going to be. And he probably fine.
3: assumed that they would take care of right. it as well. Exactly. Yeah, and, and yeah see, I know. They- and that's my point. Uh, they just right. uh, like there were just things that, like I thought. hmm, At what point do you like? When do you you know? I don't know. Those were two mm-hmm. things that I just like questions that popped in. They weren't criticisms. Mm-hmm. They were observations. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if I were in that situation and I thought someone were protecting me and then, you know, my very dear friends called and said, mm, not so much, my dear. At what <laughs> point do I listen or do I, I don't know. Like yeah. what's the turning point? Yeah. Well, I, anyway. well,
2: I can I tell you what, Pierce Morgan was upset. Oh,
1: I saw that. I, was, I can't stand him. I he can't. Saw
2: even. Me. <laughs> to everybody. Else.
4: Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was yeah. really interesting. I have to say, Oprah is just such an She's incredible. A yeah, I mean, yeah. I just sat there and
1: studied her, and yes. Just question. I know. He, I know Whoa. you. Did, I didn't even I hear
3: said, have the answer. Mine,
4: mine. <laughs> I, she, I was just blown away. She is just <laughs> amazing. But anyway, Wait, whose I, house
3: I, do you think the interview was at? Oh, I. They would They sound No, I, I think it
4: was uh, Gail King. No, was. it wasn't. Oh, it wasn't. No, it no. wasn't. It wasn't. Anyway, nope. we gotta get moving, guys. So uh <laughs> real quick, there was a really cool story that you were yeah. telling us about. Well and I
1: wanted to bring this up because it kind of like our guests, it, yes. Today. Our our not not all the way, no. no, no. It's just uh it's a feel-good kind a feel of good story, story out of love. It's so cute. Young love. Um so mm-hmm. It doesn't
3: start off great. Right. No, no. <laughs> so I'm like our guest. Yeah. <laughs> our no, up, no, hold no. on. No. Don't
0: sign no. off yet. <laughs> um,
1: There's this article that I read, and I guess it made national news. Yes, yesterday. it that was on the news. It yeah, that's um, what the rest of yeah. And yeah. Uh, so there's this this uh, young couple who were in high school, and this was probably what 50 years ago, right? Yeah, yeah 50 now years ago. The 50s. Mm-hmm. Um, the they were just two. Young high school sweethearts, and she got pregnant. And um, the parents sat down, and, and basically they they got together. And the parents said, "Like, we'll do." It was mostly the dads in conversation. The dad of the father of the baby said, "We'll do whatever you want. Like, if you want her to marry her, you he will marry her. If you want them to never speak again, we'll never speak again." And so the dad of of the mom of the baby said, "No contact. Like, we're done. We're moving away. This we're putting the child up for adoption." this is done. So they didn't, they didn't talk at all. Like they completely cut contact. They moved away. She had the baby. And then fast forward 50 years later, the daughter got a 23 and me kit from her husband because mm-hmm. she had always wanted to know about her birth parents. She reached out to what the, the daughter you say, the baby, that yeah, the baby that was born that was, was given up for adoption. Yeah. um She got a 23 and me kit from her husband and the she found one relative, so she reached out to the relative, sent her letter, said, I think you're my mom. And it turns out that it was her biological aunt. And so she gets an email like weeks, months later from the mom, from her biological mother saying, you know, I owe you this, like whatever you want to know, I'd love to talk to you. And so they communicate. She gave her her dad's name, which like is a crazy twist. Mm-hmm. He knew who her biological father was, um, mm-hmm. so it was um, it was her friends like rel- Like she married his nephew or something. Like they oh, were really? married and yeah, in a really mm-hmm. twist. Oh, so she that. knew, and he was a teacher in her community, so she already knew oh, who he was. They link back up all of them, and now the. Biological father and the biological mother are back together. The high school, yeah, yeah, they're and they're married, married, they're married. yeah, so
0: amazing.
2: They Sorry. had both. He
1: had two divorces, and then she, had she was
2: widowed. Was she widow. was widowed? Yeah. yeah,
1: and then after all this time, they said the love was just like that. Like they just yeah. right wow. back up where they left off, and they're like. They were who they were always
2: meant to be
5: with. Oh, my God. Yeah. Very- I'm such
2: a hopeless So
1: I'm bawling yeah. my head as I'm reading the article. Like,
4: mm-hmm. this is so precious. <laughs> <laughs> How we start Probably.
1: interviewing. <laughs> uh,
4: Brooklyn, All right. Well, that's a perfect segue. So, Nora, let
2: Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. This segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring.
3: Well, Rocky's story really was a perfect seg- segue into our guests this week because Brooke and Logan, they met when they were young. Young mm-hmm. loves their early teens, and they felt this instant chemistry. While in high school, they started doing um, yard work and yard school, after school yard jobs um and the word started to spread about their their business to family and friends their business continued to grow and Brooke i hear that you went on to college and earned your degree while continuing to help logan build the business um everything has continued on and today you're here happily engaged from what they <laughs> tell <Yeah>. me your uh, <laughs> business yay your business, Brogan's Lawn, how uh, B- Brogan's Lawn and House Care is growing, oh,
5: yeah.
4: and
3: they are here today. So please welcome Brooke and Logan as they share their perfect story about love, business, <laughs> and creating that perfect special space. Welcome, yay! Welcome, yeah. yay! Welcome, okay.
4: um, um, yeah. thank you. It, you know, I I met these guys this past summer. Um, through word of mouth, I was looking for somebody that could, you know, do some pandemic paradizing,
3: <laughs> uh,
4: they they were referred to us, and we hired them, and it was just they were so incredible to work with, and then hearing their backstory just absolutely blew me away
2: because because of course you interviewed them, oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> they didn't yeah. know it. it was a free podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Logan, what, every day, by the way, she was giving me the recap. Did you know that? <laughs> 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 I think they were a
4: little tired of me being out there going, going Wait, how did you you-? It. <laughs> you're like, lady, we're charging you by the hour. <laughs> we weren't
5: uh, there for many
4: hours. <laughs> anyway, Logan, let's start with you. Um, first of all, let's start off with talking about, um, the business.
5: So the business, like I said, it started uh, roughly seven eight years ago. Um, I just turned sixteen. Actually, it was before I was sixteen. Um, we were bored one day, you know, just hanging out, and we were like, "Let's make a flyer." Because we both, I mean, we get bored pretty easily. We gotta constantly go.
2: <laughs> so
5: Brooks like, "All right, well, we made a flyer, and it was like we do any all odd jobs. I think we still have the original <laughs> flyer up somewhere in our house."
3: Wow. Um,
5: but. It was like I don't know. We're, and then we started. We didn't have cars yet because I was 15 and she was 14. Mm-hmm. Well, we actually just started dating, probably not even a year ago, because we started dating on her 14th birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So then we just took our flyers. We started. Uh, her house is on, in Portonville on Big Fish Lake. So we would just walk around the lake and threw our flyers in people's mm-hmm. mailboxes. Um, and then people were, you know, talk, people people saw us passing out the flyers and they're like, "What are you guys doing?" We're like. I mean anything. I mean, <laughs> we from house cleaning to washing your dogs and cats to weeding to anything, power washing, texting, painting. So we're like, okay. So we started charging out what ten bucks an hour. Yeah, I think <laughs> like ten that bucks that an hour. hour. We're fifteen <laughs> years old. Ten bucks an hour cash is, you know, awesome.
2: Mm-hmm. So
5: we started doing that, and then uh, I was still in high. I was in high school at the time, and so we just kept doing this for a few years. And we, we, didn't, we just thought, you know, this could be a, a part-time thing, some extra cash we can use on vacation and stuff like that. Keep us really just not bored
0: because
5: mm-hmm. um, we'd rather work than do nothing. So then eventually I went on my high school career and uh, I got a job working at an aerospace engineering company. Um, mm-hmm. I worked a few small jobs before that. I'm a huge golfer, so I worked like, you know, as a cart boy or something, a few hours mm-hmm. a week here and there. And that's actually how I built up my clientele is dealing with golfers. Oh, um, wow. Um, so you know, I was 15 years old, I was only able to drive a cart, and that's about it. And so, like, I talked to to (laughs) people all the time. Um, we exchanged you know phone numbers, and finally, I just told them what I did, and that's really how it grew. And then I started working at Odyssey, which is an aerospace engineering company in Lake Orion. Um, but I never stopped doing this, so it was like I already built up a clientele to -hmm. where I mean, she was doing you know, she was doing some jobs as well. We're working you know, after work, um, and finally. So I kept it going, and then I was working full time. I was working fifty hours a week, so I couldn't be doing it full time. And Brooke at, the, mm-hmm. at that point, she's a year and a half younger than me, so she was still in school at the time. She had time after school, you know, from like two two thirty on. So she was actually running the business for about two years. Um, wow! So, I, mean, I was I was doing a lot of the sales and you know the quotes and. I was, you know, checking everything up, but I mean, she really ran the business and kept it going for about two years, wow. um, you know, with my, my brother and his, his friends were all a little bit younger and they were interested in working as well. Um, so she kind of, you know, had one or two employees here and there, help her out. <laughs> um, she, she really did good in the gardening and mulch and all that, because, you know, she's got a green thumb. So two years go by, we're starting to get bigger jobs here and there on the side. And then, uh, I worked at Odyssey for four years. I like. I was, in a, I was in a shop and it just was, wasn't my environment. I'm the type of person that, you know, the sky's the limit. And mm-hmm. uh, when I got told that I pretty much topped out at my job, um, it was time to leave. So wow. at that time I was I was working in, a cor- in corporate for four years and I'm like, it was kind of like a shop. It was like, oh my God, I was making really good money. And it was like, I don't know what to do. You know, usually you're supposed to go to high school. You're supposed to go to college. You're supposed to get mm-hmm. a job. <laughs> and I'm like, let's just, you know, sit back a little bit and I already had clientele. So I just really started promoting my business on Facebook then. Um, and then it just kind of, it took off. And uh, now I got anywhere from five to seven employees. I mean, the sum- in the, wow. the, in was the awesome. summer, we're like absolutely slammed because yeah, like me, usually a company is supposed to find a niche and they're supposed to stay with that niche. So say if you do concrete, you only mm-hmm. do
4: concrete.
5: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually going different. I'm trying to do a little bit of everything. And if I don't do it, I, you know, subcontract it out or I really, I have really good comm- referrals and recommendations for partners of mine that will do great work. Um, did, so you, now, what's that?
2: Did, did you ever in that time when you were working at the aerospace, put did you ever think to yourself that um, I'm going to quit all of that, the, the yard work and all of that, and I'll just focus on this?
5: Yeah, I did. I mean, if Brooke didn't keep it going, to be honest, mm-hmm. I don't know, it might have started back up but it wouldn't have mm-hmm. stayed going. And I don't think I would have kept that clientele that I did. Okay. Uh, thanks to her for the year and a half, two years, like keeping mm-hmm. that clientele, it really helped because I probably would have done something myself. I've always been an entrepreneur, whether it would have been, you know, leaving Odyssey was a blessing for me because, you know, I was just trying to follow the normal per- norm- normal, person job, you know, get- go mm-hmm. to school. I'm actually still, I'm back in school. And I have two more semesters left to get my degree. Oh, good for at, you. At, at, at Walsh College in Troy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, just, I needed something that was more online because I, I mean, I'm working, you know, yeah. all sorts of hours at different times of the day. And, uh, I went to OCC and got my associates and I'm actually the first person in my family line, immediate family line to get my associates. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, that was just like yeah. a small goal to me. It's, it's more of school for me is more of like a dis, is discipline. Mm-hmm. Like I'm more of a street smart or I just, you know, yeah. I just like to work with my hands, which is mm-hmm. a great skill to have. Um. But also a goal a goal of mine is to get my bachelor's. So I am working on that part-time. Um, and now, so that's where the business has gone. And now it was like, do I do snowplowing in the winter? Because landscaping is great in the summer, but it's like, what do mm-hmm. I do in the winter? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sometimes I couldn't make enough money probably in the summer to not do anything in the winter. But that's, again, we cannot be bored. We have to do something. <laughs> like, snow plowing isn't consistent. So now I actually have moved into construction and remodeling and demoing so wow the, the business is very is broadening mm-hmm. very much and, uh, booming. Mm-hmm. So it's, I'm how getting ten, you, 10 calls a day
3: how do you think you guys grew up in a time you know a few of us could be your parents your great
1: grandparents
3: in spirit yes you could anyway yeah. but but Brooke and Logan you grew up in a time when um when when kids of your generation you had lots of opportunity, the internet and games and gaming mm-hmm. and you know online chatting and all of that. What made the two of you different than other kids? Because so many kids of your generation are, are online or they're texting or they're mm-hmm. into into yeah. gaming and that kind of thing. Are, starting just, yeah, no. Why? <laughs> right. But so what made it different for for you two? Because there's lots of people. -hmm. I look at your generation. I wouldn't say that at such a young age you were. You know, you were outside. My generation, yes, we were outside mowing grass and raking and doing all that kind of stuff. That's my generation. Yeah,
2: and I, Um, I
3: would be a parent of your generation. Yeah, somewhere along the line, that generation Mm -hmm. didn't go outside and push the lawnmower and rake. Yeah, what I definitely.
0: I definitely agree with that. And a lot of our clients like tell us like they are surprised (laughs) by the fact that we do own a business and that at such a young age, we started um, doing the stuff we did. Um, I definitely think it has to do with our, um, our growing up and our, uh, our parents had a big influence on both of us. Um, My dad owns his own business. Um, my mom is now a single working mom. So I have, we have great role models that we were able to look up to, to teach us hard work and um, get us outside. I got my green thumb from my mom, I would help her garden growing up. And so it was something that I love to do. Um, And then I think Logan, I think the same is for Logan, Um, you know, just having responsibilities as a child, um, and taking like chores and and things like that. And then taking that into, you know, adolescence and adulthood. Um, I think that was our main motivator. Um, we just, you know, going on our phones all day, wasn't really a choice growing up. So, um, we didn't make it a choice for ourselves when we, it was our turn to make the choice. Um, so yeah, I think that is the main reason why, um, we chose to, you know, not like stay on our phones all day or play video games all day. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I think, it just has such a powerful, you're growing up has such a powerful impact on how you're going to turn out as an adult. I think we can attest to that. We're both really
5: outdoors people too. I mean, she played softball her whole life. um, Volleyball. I played, I played football, wrestling. Um, I mean, I was playing sports all year round. I mean, I didn't didn't have much time to, I think my parents limited limited to me like a half hour a day for video games. I mean, Mm -hmm. some kids didn't have that. Some kids are playing Mm -hmm. 10 hours a day Mm -hmm. for video games. Um, Mm -hmm. And you can just actually see the difference. That's why I believe parenting has a lot different, a lot to do with it because, like, my parents had four kids. I'm the oldest. And my parents, I really feel like they disciplined me the most because I was their first kid. They didn't mm-hmm. know how to, you know, that's how they knew how to parent back then. And it was like you could tell. My brother, Aiden, is roughly 10 years younger than me, and you can just tell the difference. You know, like, yeah. I, played four, <laughs> I played four sports. Wyatt played three sports. Emma played two, and Aiden played one. It's just you, know, <laughs> you can just see the generations changing. But it's just I was constantly go go go, and that was that was what my parents taught me to do. Like every day was mm-hmm. get picked up from school. We're going to practice, and it was like when I hit sixteen, I met her, and it was like okay. Do I pick sports, or do I pick Brooke? <laughs>
0: yeah, you know. uh, Brooke and the business. Business <laughs> yeah. wasn't started at
5: that time, but you yeah. know, when you find when you find true love, you just kind of quit everything else you're doing. Yeah. So we um, met, and then I I took. I'm, I mean, I was 16 years old. I wasn't. I was playing golf. I was playing high school golf, but it was like I'm only playing golf. You know, a few months out of the year. What am I going to do the rest of the months? I mean, mm-hmm. I guess. It was, we're just very active people and it's the generation nowadays. I mean, you're right. I mean, but they, there's a, there's a lot of opportunity on the computers. Yeah, There's there's
0: a lot of opportunity, which I think a lot of the younger generation hasn't captured yet. They haven't um, been able to see their full potential um, by utilizing technology. And Mm -hmm. even though we do have a Facebook page for our business and we do use that, um, it does help get business, but honestly, the down-home, traditional, old-fashioned way of getting business by word of mouth is is how we exploded the business. Like I
5: haven't advertised, like I'm, that's what I'm actually poorly at. I'm poorly at, you know, posting all the time because I, I, I have so much work right now. I feel like if I post it, I'd have too much work. Like,
2: right.
5: Like yeah. I, I'm getting already too many calls i have to turn down it's like it's really
0: about really i should have an instagram a
5: facebook all that stuff and be promoting my business which Mm -hmm. i would love to but it's like at the same time how much work can i really handle at myself Mm -hmm. i'm Mm -hmm. trying to i'm trying to grow at a good rate to where i can i can comprehend it and not be Mm -hmm. like have 25 employees and
2: that's really smart yeah yeah yeah
4: Yeah. how did how did you guys? Uh, learn what to do as far as how to set up the business, how to, um, plan financially budget. Um,
0: I, yeah, I think it came organically because we weren't at first we weren't as big as we are now. And so for a long while, like when I ran the business, when Logan was working at Odyssey, it was kind of like a side job. So I would go and work for our closest clients and, you know, they would just pay me cash. So it was not it wasn't an official business. Um, mm-hmm. And then after Logan was kind of done with his opportunity at the aerospace company, he actually made it into an LLC. Um, so that's mm-hmm. kind of when it got serious and when we had to start talking about taxes and, and that kind of thing. So I think Logan really um, after he made it an LLC, it kind of it got to that level. Um, But before then, we would talk about budgeting, we invested in the first big purchase we ever made for the business was buying a wheelbarrow. So um, that was a $100 large purchase for us at the time, a large investment. Um, And I think just being able to deal with money and like decide, okay, we're going to make this investment, I think that got us ready to turn into an LLC. And now Logan has a dump trailer and a dump truck. So yeah, I think it just, it, it wasn't like an immediate need to figure out how we're going to do the finances. Yeah. Um, we really just kind of got used to it and where we were going to mm-hmm. spend money and how we were going to spend money. It comes
5: back to when I was young. I don't know where I got it from, but I've always been, I mean, not anymore anyways, but I, was, I used to be called, you know, a cheap ass. Which <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was cheap. <laughs> I mean, if I, got a do- if I got a dollar. I would put it in my pocket. And it's not
2: good like
5: <laughs> but um, so I mean, you know, birthdays. I mean, when I was sixteen, I, my my parents taught me. I'll give you. A, you know, I think they gave me five hundred bucks or a thousand bucks, whatever it was. But my, you know, my lesson was you're buying your own car. And me, like kids nowadays aren't. They, they're eighteen years old. They don't have license. Me, mm-hmm. I was sixteen. I made sure I got driver's training on time. driver's training two on time. My road test. The day I turned 16, I skipped school and went and got my license. That was my <laughs> that was my priority. But before wow. that, it was it was save every dollar you get for because I only got money for Christmas, birthdays. Yeah. Um, if I worked, um, and so like I think by the time I was 16, I had like twenty six hundred bucks or something wow. um, saved up, and I bought the name. What's funny is uh, I actually bought my first vehicle. It was like three thousand bucks, and it was a Jeep, and we named it Brogan.
0: That's, wow. so that's, where,
5: that's where the name mm-hmm.
0: came from yeah um, so yeah I think I think just like learning those again learning the saving skills as we're younger and then kind of having to deal with it as it came that's how we that's how we have dealt with it so you know
4: what's fascinating is how that's like one of the biggest issues with married couples is mm-hmm. the conversation mm-hmm. about money, about
2: money. yeah it's
4: one of those conversations People that get engaged, especially in you know, couples, don't like to talk about. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, we actually, and you so guys, we actually, okay.
5: uh, but we actually have a joint bank account. we got we got a joint bank account a couple of years ago before we even got engaged. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. because like you said, a lot of couples have that problem. Like some yeah. there's people that have been married for forty years and they have their own separate bank accounts, and you pay this yeah. and you pay
0: that. I think yeah, it, uh-huh. I think it's, it's definitely couple dependent on yeah. like how to deal with finances, but when you're, when you're together and you own a business, it becomes very difficult to try to separate things. And when you're working mm-hmm. on the same job, who gets paid? What do I pay you hourly since I got the job? <laughs> so that, that one has always been um, so, like, yeah, a conversation. We used too. to, you know,
5: our, we started the business and that was like, so I would quote the job and I would pay her, like, we'll say, say I was paying, you know, my other employees 10 bucks an hour. I was paying her twenty bucks an hour,
0: which I still didn't like. She didn't because- $20, an twenty an hour is
5: really good. I was, you know, I was, probably making even more than that. But at the end, like I kept telling her, whatever you make is going, it's going to benefit us. And like she right. would argue that for a while, and finally, we got joint bank accounts. And I'm like, so that twenty bucks an hour you're making for the last two mm-hmm, years mm-hmm. just went into our account. So mm-hmm. and in the money that I was making, so it, it worked out. But, yeah, people do. So instead of us fighting over who gets what, this and that, we're like, yeah, okay, like, let's just combine it. And like, and I used to be, we we used to be really good at budgeting. I mean, we still are, but it's like, now I have so much money coming in and going out at the same time. It's like, she goes, how do you even know where your stuff's (laughs) going? I'm like, I just know that I'm making profit every day. Yeah. And (laughs) I can see what profit I'm making. So that's, yeah.
0: I think, yeah. And I think like that lesson that we've learned through doing the business together is, I think it's an important lesson. I think, um, like you said, even married couples, it's difficult to talk about, which mm-hmm. you know, it is. And I think it also proves that owning a business as a couple is not an easy venture. Right.
4: Um we well, owning you know, the business, there, owning there has the business been, at all. It's just owning the business. Right.
0: Yeah, owning a business in general. And then when yeah. you bring in relationship into it, right. it mm-hmm. can get really sticky. Um, but so by no means is like our story perfect or anything. There has been, there has been, you know, arguments over money, like Logan mentioned arguments over what types of jobs we should take on. Um, but I think the best, the best way to get over those things is to communicate and just, you know, the basis of problem solving, communicate and, um, you know, make sure you you have common goals. I think um are just two important ways that you can kind of solve those issues. So yeah.
4: how do you guys goal set? Do you goal set together or do you goal set
0: separately?
4: I
5: think we have both.
0: Yeah, I you know, think she has
5: her goals, I have mine as like so now Yeah. She just got a big girl job.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> so after I graduated from college, um I I always I always use the business as like my vehicle to um to get to my next goal, which is, that's another awesome thing about owning a business is that it's yours. So you can do what you want with it. If you don't want right. to work full time, you don't have to, you can use it to right. get to your next goal. So I think that's how I utilize the business is I'll work it. I'll make some extra side cash so I can go to college so I can do this and that. Um, and so I've always had a goal of kind of having a career. So mm-hmm. I just got my first, like Logan said, big girl job Congratulations. Um, so yes. thank, you. What, <laughs> what, thank you.
4: What is your degree in Brooke?
0: Um, my degree is in international relations and then I have a minor in Spanish. So mm. um completely different. <laughs> completely yeah. different. I'm like a history buff. I love history, um, politics, that kind of thing, um, government. So um I I just think it's cool how you can have like different passions. Um and you can use a business, and I think this is the main reason why we wanted to do this podcast was because to tell people like it is possible, um, mm-hmm. you can you know just think of you can find your side hustle like Logan did. You can make it you can make it your full time job if you want, and like how I used it, I just used it for a vehicle to get to my um, you know next goal. So awesome. yeah, I think I think back to the goal setting is that we we have our separate goals. Um, Logan has his goals. I have mine um and then i think that's the best way to go about it because yeah. we're at the end of the day we're still our own people and we still yeah, and have, we have
5: goals as like she has goals in her job and her life and mm-hmm. her, her you know health i have the same thing with my business my health mm-hmm. and then we also have goals that are like like getting as,
0: married, getting married house and house, yeah. kids and things like that so yeah
5: so it's, it's definitely good to have goals i mean she actually has been talking about was manifesting yeah manifesting so mm-hmm. she, was, yeah. she, actually, she mm-hmm. actually wrote down I'm going to get a, a job because she's been searching for like a year and a half. It's been crazy yeah, with the COVID. About thing. A year. So she actually wrote down, she's been, you know, did some research on manifesting. She wrote down a yep. notebook. I'm going to find a job by this date, making this much money. And it happened.
0: Wow. 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 So that's another thing that yeah. Um, yeah. I definitely I definitely yeah. recommend um, to people if you have goals. And I honestly, I'm not like I didn't read a book about manifesting. I don't know a lot about it. I just looked up basic principles of how to do it. And it's pretty much just repeating your goals out loud, writing them down and writing what steps you're going to take to, to get to those to goals. Get there.
2: Yeah. yeah,
0: And, and that that's all that's, and yes. I was, I'm very type A. So at the rest of my life or my past life, I've been afraid to make goals because I didn't want to fail. I didn't want to mm-hmm. make a goal and then not achieve it. So through mm-hmm. manifesting and through making these, individual goals relating to your health, your mental health, um, your career, your, you know, all these different things. Um, even if you don't like achieve that one big goal, you make all these steps that, that you can, you know, achieve to get there.
5: Um,
0: so yeah, I think, um, you know, back to trying to lift up people to, you know, do their own thing and open their own business. That's a great way to start.
2: Um, just, you know,
0: making small steps to get to a bigger,
1: to a bigger goal. Yeah. What mm-hmm. led you to that mindset though of saying, okay, I'm going to make goals. I'm going to manifest this because mm-hmm. especially with your age, being so young and being a, in a couple and, and growing into that space together, you see yeah. so many couples who are so split. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. One person is very cynical about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. The other person is exactly. connected and spiritual about that, but you right. seem to both be on the same, same page. page Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How, as, as an individual. And as a couple, how have yeah. you been to get into that
0: space? Well, it, di- it didn't come naturally, that's for sure. Like I said, I never made goals before because I was afraid to fail. And whenever we had to make smart goals in high school or college, I'd be like, I really, have to do this right now? <laughs> um, so it didn't come naturally. But I think um, going through the pandemic and really struggling trying to find a job, um, you know, I still wanted to work the business. But like I said, I was ready for the next step in my life and my career. And just struggling really hard. I just, I needed to find a way to get out of that mindset, to get out of that feeling of worthlessness and feeling of, you know, um, I don't have a job, like, you know, that kind of feeling. So I just started to look, look up methods and manifesting seemed to be the, the top hit. And Logan's always been, you know, positive. He's goal oriented.
5: Yeah. Like we have to have a routine, like, Mm -hmm. Like if I have a week off, which I mean like, we're in Florida right now, like, okay, take me a day to to take a get <laughs> back into my rhythm, you know. Yeah. Like her, mm-hmm. she's been a year without it. I kept telling her, you know, you're 21 years old, like just kind of. I mean, it wasn't her fault; she wasn't getting a job, so I know not have to. She she kept thinking it was her fault. Like it's not yeah. her fault. It's mm-hmm. right now is a difficult time for everybody, and I was like, enjoy yeah. this time because you never know; you might be working for the next 30 years. And like like now, she's working from home all week. It's mm-hmm. so like me as Whoa. an entrepreneur. I don't have to work, I you know, but I have to make phone calls and pull mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But it's like mm-hmm. I'm on vacation now. She has, she obviously has vacation time, but it's her second week. She didn't mm-hmm. want to take vacation time yeah. her second week to work. But it was yeah. like, mm-hmm.
0: so, yeah, I think I think just it's not like we both told ourselves like we're gonna be positive people one day. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. they just naturally um fell into that way, and that's how right. when I started manifesting, I told Logan like I'm, I'm trying this out. We're gonna see how it works and he was supportive. And I think, um,
2: that's also
5: important. Yeah. Right. When we first met, I was the negative person. I mean, she was always <laughs> smiling and never stopped. And like I was always looking at the negatives and the worst case scenario. And it's like, so now sometimes she does that and I have to switch roles and I have to be her. Yeah. yeah. Go, no, this is that gonna definitely happen. helps um, too. Like but but right. you
2: know, you know, what's good about that too, is, is that you both recognize it. You recognize exactly. it in, yeah. in each yeah. other. Yeah.
5: It's not like
1: school or two negatives make a positive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. cool. So I do want to take you. We are kind of running out of time here, but so you guys have been together for eight, eight nine years this November. Yeah. So, so eight, eight, eight years. That's a long yeah, time. So go back years. and take us because you guys are high school sweethearts, and tell <laughs> us about when you guys first met and and how this has kind of led up to this point. Um.
0: So we actually met in Daytona Beach, Florida, <laughs> on spring break um and after we met we kind of lost contact for a while well when we met we found out that we were we lived 15 minutes apart
2: we went
5: there for like we both went there for like three years straight mm-hmm. um, wow. consistently at the same resort um it's a it's the Wyndham Ocean Walk in Daytona Beach it's really really nice um so we went there you know and I used I met girls and guys all over the place I mean it was like spring it was college spring break cheerleading week I mean it was packed
0: yeah. it was like
5: young and we're just running around kids and she was 12 13 13 yeah um and i'm you know i met her and i was like where are you from she's like brandon or ortonville i'm like michigan she's like yeah so we, should
0: have the same <laughs> we actually went to the
5: same preschool
0: yeah like, wow. Wow. holy
5: cross i was I, I was a grade or two above her but we went to the same preschool but mm-hmm. uh, we met and then like i mean she, she never really liked guys i mean she just she had like a <laughs> She had a thing against boys.
0: So it was yeah. like, I just didn't Whoa. have time for yeah. she that.
5: To- <laughs> She's
0: always
5: been, you know, like 4.0, like her mind's on school. Yeah. And she that, never had time then I met for boys. Logan. So me, it was like, okay, this, this girl's, you know, that's what I want. And so it was like nine months of, you know, texting back and forth, but we we didn't talk for like six months probably. Yeah. I, mean, I I was even dating someone else for a little bit. When and I then we,
0: we finally reconnected and then we just started dating and about year, two years after we started dating, we got the idea to do the business. Um, and I really think that transformed our relationship. I think that required us to be more um, responsible and more mature. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, mm-hmm. helped relationship wise, just, you know, mm-hmm. being able to talk about all those the finances and that kind of thing um and then yeah we we went through high school together Logan well, we graduated a couple years earlier than I did um he was 2015 I was 2017 and uh yeah we just we kept the business going yeah, it was, and it was just,
5: true love. like when people say true love first sight <laughs> it was it was true love first sight and it's like uh. we were, you know, five six years in high school and it's like not many people, not many couples go through like middle school and high school people. right it's like you yeah. right. want to experiment and you know meet people yeah. and, stuff. and it's like I get telling myself I'm like if we break up, I will never find a girl like her. So it's like, uh-huh. why did uh-huh. tried <laughs> try? Like this? Yeah. So, but it's it's been a you know crazy story, and it's yeah, we always told ourselves when we first. I got her a promise ring at our, at our six month anniversary.
3: Kind of freaks wow. out. We'll admit.
2: <laughs> wow. wow. When's it, the wedding? We didn't, we didn't, When's the that? wedding? What's the wedding date? When is the wedding? February
5: twenty seventh of twenty twenty two. So yeah. we're, wow. actually gonna, yeah. we're actually down here now at our wedding venue. Not at oh, it, but okay. it's like right across it's the street. Near here, yeah. uh-huh. Um wow. we're getting married at Hammock Beach Resort um I'm in right. Palm Coast. We actually met in Daytona, so we, we were like, let's go get married in Daytona. Oh. Um, it's, a, it's actually about twenty five minutes north of Daytona. Yeah. the same okay. side. How I'm a big I'm a big golfer so we're still on the beach, but it's got a yeah, beautiful golf course, and mm-hmm. it's it's a great venue. So I mean, we're really happy, and we're down
2: yeah, here, you know. Oh, board. that's so wonderful! Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> we
4: well, don't have much time, but you're fine. We got a few more. Events, okay, but, yeah. um, but what advice would you give um, younger siblings that um, feel like they found their true love and want to go into business with them?
0: Do it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I would say if you feel like, yeah, I mean, do it because what are the worst thing that's going to happen is it's not going to work out. So, um, you might as well take the risk and, you know, just see how it goes. So yeah, I I I encourage, I encourage anyone to chase the opportunity. Um, chase the relationship, and yeah. And I've
5: always been the person that uh, teamwork makes the dream work. I mean, mm-hmm. I've never, I don't, I don't I'm not. She's, a, she's an independent person. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a dependent. Um, I do have you know independent capabilities, <laughs> but it's like I, I want to grow with someone. Yeah. Um, and so when we started together, we we fed off of each other. Like when we we're at mm-hmm. a job, like when someone else next to me works twice as hard, I want to work twice as hard. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's like if you go into a relationship with someone that's your best friend. Or something that you really care about. Right. Um, I think it really it helps you start a business. Works. I mean,
0: yeah.
5: Now that I'm on my own, not I'm not my own. I have a you know, I have a great great uh, employees and she still helps me out with day to day, but um it's just it is a lot better when you have a team. Now I'm mm-hmm. getting into the real estate business. Um I'm trying to, you know, buy properties and I didn't want to go alone. So I, I have a partner now and I just believe, like I said, teamwork makes the dream work. And mm-hmm. if you can find a significant other or someone that, you know, makes you happy. I I I definitely <laughs> think you should go into any idea. Just try it. I mean, you yeah. never know mm-hmm. where it's gonna go. I mean, That's we so. started pulling weeds and doing this and that for a side gig, mm-hmm. and you know, next next thing you know, you know, I'll be doing people's outdoor paradises.
2: Yeah, yeah, yes.
0: I'm the schedule, right? Yes.
5: yes. <laughs> My favorite thing is I love meeting new people. So yeah. I, I I've never you know in corporate I met the same six people every day. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it's like. I I would I would rather make not that much money and meet new people every day. I love like I went to there was a tournament down the street yesterday because she was working from home. I'm going to the golf tournament and I mean I talked to and I was by myself for ten hours. I just talked to everyone, so I was like I love I love meeting new people and hearing new stories. Um, um, I, I mean this is, this oh, is a, I've I have never done podcast before, so I was They're nice to saying. share our story.
4: Yeah, um, um, real quick, um, are you guys taking new clients? We did post your link.
5: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. We're always okay. taking new clients. I, I've never turned anyone down. It's just a matter of <laughs> okay. when, when, we'll when, when can, we <laughs> can we get to you. But I, I try to fit you know everyone in. As long as it's not a big job. Um, okay. This year, I'm going to try to do a few big jobs. It's just since I've built up such a clientele with smaller jobs, I'm actually going to try to do like two or three crews this year to where I can have a crew just doing stuff like, you know, weeding and maintenance and stuff mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. where I can focus on bigger jobs. But yeah. I, I will never, yeah, I, we're always taking on new clients. And if I'm not, you know, taking on new mowing or, because my brother actually is running the mowing division in my, in my, uh, my business. Mm-hmm. So I get people all the time asking about mowing. <laughs> um,
0: mm-hmm.
5: it's like, as much as we want to help you, um, I'll recommend someone that can, if, we, if we're too busy. Yeah.
4: Okay. You know, right? Remodeling as well too. Mm-hmm. Not right. Oh, uh,
5: yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. We're doing like, so all the winter, So, like, this summer, we'll do a little bit here and there, but I'm really trying to focus on the remodeling in the Mm wintertime. Okay. Um, So, I mean, we will be inside, you know, from December until – so we have four months of just constant inside work. So we like to book a few things, you know, for rainy days and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, we're definitely taking new clients. Yeah. We appreciate it. Okay.
4: Cool. Um, Well, I'll tell you what. I – Will vouch for them. They are amazing. <laughs> they really are. And uh one of the things I noticed about you guys that really impressed me was you pretty much say yes to anything.
5: <laughs> and it's like even anyway. if you don't want to, like painting, like I'm not familiar. like said, yeah. I'll either I'll either paint, I'll either paint or I'll find someone who does. But it's like mm-hmm. I, I have a hard time saying no. I mean, she tells me all the time, like I have customers, you know, call me mm-hmm. at seven thirty at night and it's like, uh-huh. Brooke's like you just need to set a boundary and I'm like I can't. Like I just,
4: can't.
5: <laughs> you know, some people will leave me a voicemail here and there, but it's like I have to call them back, and I really believe in punctuality and just saying yes and saying you're going to show up when you're going to show up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have a problem, right. fix it. I mean, there's there's mistakes that happen every day, so right. if you're going to show up and fix yeah. your mistake. Then I I believe that's all you can do. Well, yeah.
4: I'll tell you what, you guys are, are. I can't wait to see you guys. Like five years, you're just. A, you're I was a just going to say that, Jackie. Yeah. yeah. You really yeah. I lo- I've learned a lot from you guys today. Mm-hmm. Just the idea of growing together and mm-hmm. making sure that yeah. you guys, even though you're individuals and you're you're evolving on your own, mm-hmm. you have your own goals. Yeah. You, you do share common goals and you do support each other. And to me, that's the key. Mm-hmm. In so any way. Each other, yeah,
5: yeah, exactly. whether yeah.
4: it's business or personal. Mm-hmm. So congratulations! Mm-hmm. Thank, um, thank you. you so much. thank you. thank you. This summer, um, when you've got people calling you and stuff like that, you'll do things like um, – do you guys do design, landscape design, too? Or Yeah, yeah we're actually going to get a
5: program this year to start actually right now. like Right now I subcontract it all out, um, but I write, I draw the design out and I give it to my guy, and he makes it you know, on the computer to where you can see your house and all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah, we do landscape and design. And like every year we're adding stuff. Um, so just you know, stay tuned, and we're excited for where we're going. Wow.
4: And give us the Facebook page that people can go to. That's
5: Brogan's Lawn and House Care.
0: Yep. Brogan, B-R-O-G-A-N-S, Brogan's Lawn and House Care.
4: Okay. And is that the best way for people to contact you?
5: Yeah. Yeah. My phone number and email is on there. Um, I mean, so yeah, I get messages on, you know, I check my Facebook every day. I'm on, actually I'm on a lot of people don't go on Facebook anymore. They're on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat. I'm actually on Facebook more than anything because okay. I'm always searching for something on Marketplace to buy or I'm on my business. <laughs> um,
2: yeah.
5: So that's that's where I'm at. You can you know find me on there or her email might even be on there as well, but yeah. we'll definitely get back to you.
3: Okay, so right. Thank you guys so much. Thank,
2: thank you, you so guys.
4: much.
3: It's great I'm meeting too. you all. Yeah,
2: you're a great couple.
3: It was oh, nice to you. meet you. Yeah. Good luck, and you know, wait for save save some room for me because I got some projects. <laughs> we, will. <laughs> we will. Thank you so much. All right, all right. We before love. we go, oh, before we go, our fortune cookie. Ah, this is always perfect. A lifetime yeah. of happiness lies ahead of you. <laughs> Thank you. That was that was nice. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah.
2: Thank
5: you. Thank you for It was nice
0: months. to meet you. Nice to meet you. you. Thank you so much.
2: You're welcome. And remember, sometimes the only mode of transportation available is the Leap of Faith. Thanks for taking the Leap of Faith. You guys have a great week.
4: Thank, Thank you. You, you too. too. Bye. You. Happy, Thank Wednesday, you. Bye. Thank you. Happy Wednesday everyone. Have a great day. Bye. You too.